It's a mean world out there. And it's a mean rage. Let's change the culture. Let's change the way we think about this world. Let's have a hell of a time doing it. Welcome to Mean Age Daydream, a home for comedy, a home for some politics, and a daydream of a world that doesn't suck. I'm Brian McWilliams. Welcome to this man world. Welcome, everybody. You guys can hear me, right? Right? Yeah. You can hear me? Okay, good. Because I'm doing a special show here with special guests, Dark Claire, a.k.a. Dan Smots from the SystemIsDown.tv, and, of course, my man in Philly, Dr. Science JB. And the reason I'm doing it is because I recorded... Well, I recorded an hour-long podcast, one of the best shows I've ever recorded in my life. And then went to upload it and realized that the uh, the microphone, I'd moved the microphone during the podcast to get it closer or uh, at optimum distance from my face and um, hit the button to turn it off and none of it recorded. So now we have the opportunity, guys, we have the opportunity to record the best podcast ever. This is your redemption arc. Oh, and we're all, no Bobby, we're all, by the way... Um, pretty drunk because we just recorded in the future we're time traveling you're gonna hear on monday after this which comes out wednesday you're gonna hear next monday mark claire's last show the 600th show we allowed him to come on and give his final statements before the trial well thank you dan thank you dan as his replacement thank you for allowing him to come in and Get his final say. It was the least, the very, very least I could do. And also, thank you, JB, because obviously, uh, it was obviously uh, Dan was going to come in every other Monday. It's going to be Dan's show. The system is downs, which uh, Dan talks about his obvious mental deficiencies. <laughs> Correct. And then JB is going to come in with the Lions of Liberty podcast with JB. Where JB talks about the fact that um, no 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 it's the the Lines of Liberty podcast with Mark Claire I believe is uh, the the legal shit has to still be worked out but I'm pretty sure there was an addendum in there that says that I still the name has to remain the same but JB is going to be changing his name yeah I've assumed this identity yeah wait JB did we decide it it's not going to be called the Lions of Liberty with Dark Claire right you said that that was racist no. and we're not going to run with that. No, I'm pretty sure I said that. I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that you admitted to everyone that we're just your backup hose, and you had something else in store. Uh, it was and- only me. It was just me. You know my show. I, it's it, you're not the backup hose. Oh, you mean for Lions of Liberty, or you mean <laughs> for my here, show? Brian, thanks for having us. <laughs> I'm still reeling off that. By the way, I just wanted to to mention that. Well, this we- show's <laughs> gonna be a shit show because we've already all been drinking. As I said, we've already all literally been drinking on. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna do this like this. The dark environment. We've literally all been drinking whiskey and whatnot. Uh, JB, I know. Uh, we're, well, listen, it, it's a libertarian said living room drinking liquor episode. Lipper? Liquor <laughs> episode. Not, not officially. I, I don't I'll think we do said a it real, once, but. I, I'll do a real episode again on Friday. But uh, JB, what are you drinking in this replacement Mean Age Daydream since I did not record the last one? Well, I was drinking some Abelara 12. The double cast matured. It's fantastic. Uh, but it was getting on the top of me, so I switched back to beer. 
Uh, well, it is later where you are. I yeah, appreciate it's that. It's getting late. So, yeah, well, thank you for sticking. As I said, we, we were on an hour and a half podcast before this. So I appreciate JB, aka Dr. Science. You may have heard, by the way, you may have heard Jason Stapleton uh, describe Dr. Science. Dr. Science is JB, by the way. And we will at Porkfest be recording the real Dr. Science. We will have many ties. We will have many paper mache volcanoes. Actually, just one. That's the idea. Just we're one paper mache. filling it. Wait, no. <laughs> I know how to do that. Baking soda. I have the protocol. Yeah. Uh, and also, Dan Smots, of course, is here. Dan, what are you drinking? I was drinking a Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA, but uh, I, I had two of those, and now I'm just having the, the devil's lettuce because Ooh. I have work to do in the morning. Ah, uh, well, we all have. I have a client call at 8 a.m. with the Germans, actually, uh, and the Spaniards. I have a client tomorrow morning, every Wednesday, 8 a.m. I got a call with them, the Spanish and the Germans. Hacking the election? No, that's the Russians. The Germans and the Spanish, they only hack two things. Shiza porn and tapas. And by the way, do not go to the Shiza tapas restaurants. Disgusting. That's not a good good combo there. Awful combo. So anyway, guys. Mark's leaving. His last show will air next Monday. What was funny is I did the show talking about my perspective on it, but knowing this show is going to air now before the last episode, what are your thoughts on Mark leaving Lines of Liberty? So in this timeline that we are currently existing in, we have recorded a thing with Mark Clare. Mark Clare's episode where he talked about actually leaving has already aired in this reality that we are currently living in, right? I, I've like my trolling has gotten yes. to the extent that I don't yes. know exactly what is happening. His episode, has- his episode ha- said, yes, he's officially said he's okay. leaving. That is aired. Okay. So he pretended like this was all a joke uh, to make a, make everybody think that uh, the allegations were infactual, which I find hilarious. That's, that's cute. Um, he is leaving and so I'm going to I'm going to drop the joke now. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I could I could autistically keep it going the entire time, but I'm not going to. Um no, I think it's uh I think it's great. I think um like you guys have a a thing that you're still passionate about in the political realm that I think is very valuable and uh I kind of uh get into both sides of this so I appreciate both sides, but Mark is kind of more into just doing uh something different and being free to dig into things like conspiracies or spirituality and stuff like that my show has always been conspiracies politics and religion so i like i fully understand this from all sides and there was a time where i was like maybe i should just focus on the liberty stuff i'm glad i didn't uh more power to you for i mean you guys are building culture and stuff like that around that which i think is very valuable too and i think there's value in that realm but there's also value in the realm of just being yourself and when liberty works into that great when it doesn't then you're still you know drawing people into your sphere where they will be introduced to these concepts so i think it's great well so jb i'm curious to to jb's take so jb by the way for those of you don't know and and, you know half you uh more than half you have listened to lines of liberty you listen to the show because of lines liberty but i've also got the separate feed you might have come in different you're not libertarians but jb Came in, not a libertarian, you know, joined in and, and he's uh, kind of got introduced to it. And you can listen to Mark's episode where he talks about kind of how he got into libertarianism. But JB, as a guy that 
you know, like Dan's really into the podcasting movement and it's a libertarian movement, and all this shit. JB to you, you know, as I, a JB is our resident scientist. He comes on conspiracy corners. Obviously he's been on my a show. A couple scientist. Times. What's your take on, on uh, Mark leaving? Well, I guess there's a, there's a personal, I guess, a philosophical answer. Um, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, man. It's a well, Look, and, and again, it, this is all amicable, by the way. I want to say this. Hey, Mark leaving is amicable. I'm yeah, going to make yeah, fun of, of him. Course. I'm going to make fun of him, and we're all going to make fun of him during this show, which is what I did during my original Now Lost episode. Yeah, I, so I say there's a personal philosophical question. On the personal level, Mark is my friend, and I want whatever is best for him, obviously, whatever makes him happy, and whatever... On the philosophical where, level... Fuck that shit. Yeah, wherever his ambitions lie, and that, and he thinks this is this is what he needs to be doing right now. I support that wholeheartedly, hundred percent. And um, on the philosophical uh, philosophical level, and I don't disagree with leaving. Actually, I agree with leaving, but for a different reason. That's why I split them up. I can understand maybe why, like. What uh, listening to his explanation, the I guess the last show before the one that mm -hmm. we're on is going to come out, I was listening to his explanation, and he's I feel like with the very heavy political aspect and the nature of that, he's kind of maybe there's a sense of burnout or the sense of uh, maybe futility that is kind of extinguished the fire that requires you to do like we were talking before this weekend and week out, do the research, get up for it. Even when you don't feel like it, if you don't have that fire, um, then that's going to be pretty impossible to keep up. Right. Um, and I can, and the reason I say this, on Phil's, I, I was, I, I've always been, I, I don't want to put words in Mark's mouth, but I've always been where Mark has kind of gotten to in the last two years. And this not podcasting. That, well, yeah, not podcasting for one. <laughs> and two, like, as you mentioned before, I obviously I was not a born libertarian. I was pretty much a standard leftist staunch like Democrat, but my my viewpoints and my political, you know, understanding and philosophy has evolved over the last nine years or so but one thing that's never really changed is the notion that the dream or the idea of this perfect like anarcho-capitalist society on a mass scale is actually feasible after all these years and all these discussions i've never actually believed that Oh. society is actually feasible. JB, I think by, that, by the way, I, I'm sorry, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you. One second before. Okay, go, go. I think our purpose serves and people who think like us and people who do this is to serve as a foil, a, 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 um, a beacon that not everyone is necessarily going to go to. It's kind of like pushing the Overton window. You need to pull it into the idea. You need to remind before the, the masses go over the cliff. Somebody needs to be in the air telling them that this is fucked up. That is your responsibility. That is what Mark has been doing. And that is exhausting. That's why I'm saying that is yes. exhausting and annoying, especially when you know deep down that no, this like this is like this, what you want it, and what you you imagine and what you perceive as being the right way 
has very little chance of actually happening because people are people. And I think there's a lot of things. Coercion is innately human desire. People, lots of people fucking completely neglect how coercion is to be human. To be right. human is to coerce. Right. It's right. part of our DNA. JB, so that's funny. It's like, but, but what libertarians do is remind people that there's a better way i don't ever expect there to be a libertarian society because i don't think it's in our nature to make one i think J- okay, all the so credits. this is why i by the way so lo- obviously jb by the way for those of you who don't know does not listen to many of our podcasts <laughs> i listen to some we all have a lot not many definitely way. definitely not mine but i respect that about him because he's got more important shit to do so, as I've said many times, JB, you hit the nail on the head, man. And like, and I was talking to Dan about this on the last podcast he and I did with the news thing. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's the burnout. The burnout is so severe as a libertarian because you're constantly fighting the good fight. You're right most of the time. It, honestly, we're right ninety percent of the time, and it plays out. And you go, yup, yup, yup. And then what happens? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And you know why? You know why? <laughs> but JB, you hit it. You hit it. And this is why, like, my show, I I, re, I rebranded to Mean Age Daydream. And my whole focus now, not my whole focus, but a lot of my focus, it's the book I'm working on, is about that exact thing you just talked about. That people cannot believe in the libertarian philosophy of the future. They don't understand it because we're not selling it. All we do is bitch about what's going on currently and say, this isn't going to work. We're going to take away that. That doesn't work. We're going to take away that. That doesn't work. We're bank. We're bankrupting ourselves. We're going to take away all this shit. What we need to do is tell people the future that is fucking bright and beautiful, and it might be unattainable, but what are we talking about here? As libertarians, we try to be principled. Oh, we don't want to promise people we can't deliver. We're the principal party. Okay. Tell you what, motherfuckers, you can be principled all you want. Good luck losing all the fucking time. Losing, losing, losing. We need to promise people what our philosophy can theoretically deliver. Economically, I think it, I think that philosophically, handle. racially, everything. And that's what we have. And JB just hit it on the head. We're frustrated because we have nothing to really believe in because what we believe in gets knocked down and showcased as we were right and it fails and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I no, think it doesn't uh, matter how right you are. If nobody's listening, that's what I'm saying, JB. And that's what I'm preaching now is what can we pitch people to fucking believe in? doesn't matter if you're right. It matters if you're inspired. It's about belief. Let's call a spade a spade. We are who we are as a species. It's like, this is not how we operate. Belief. Like I, I think it's more. Emotion, I, I think it's more than. Uh, I think it's more than we need to things. make them uh, feel good about uh, the future. I think that's part of it, but I also think that uh, JB, you, you talked about, uh, you know, doing whatever we can to push that Overton window, and with that also comes things like this LPNH tweet where they ragged on Meghan McCain and made fun of her uh, on her father's grave. Let's talk about that because that that was on my show that I didn't yeah. record. Yeah, I I think that uh, a lot of people rightfully are pissed off about it. A lot of people rightfully think that it's over the line. Personally, I think it's over the line, and I'm also yeah. fine with it. I think that's part of of like decentralized movement is like 
letting some people do their thing and if they burn themselves to the ground fine like we like there's this whole idea like if you're a libertarian candidate that's running then you have to explain every lpnh tweet it's like no the tweet or the explanation could be that's somebody else because we as libertarians believe that everybody has their own autonomy they can make their own decisions they make their own jokes they can make their own offensive whatever you don't have to agree with it i'm not offended by what lpnh said i'm also not offended by what uh, I'm not offended by the people that are offended by what LPNH said because well, the libertarians were split up between that of like either you were offended by the tweet or you were offended by people who are offended by the tweet and it's like you're you're both fucking wrong just let the tweet be the tweet and enjoy it if you do and if not yeah then share well, hold on. let me let me, that- share, let me share let me share the the screen so JB can see it as well right here's the tweet actually i think the i think the original this is a retweet the original tweet was mega mccain crying over her father's john mccain his coffin covered in american flag right yeah and and the original tweet said something like happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays but the point being point being is that uh you know She's crying over this guy. He's a warmonger, and John McCain should not be defensed in any way. He, he, his policies, he killed millions. They were atrocious. He's a monster. But to Dan's point, so I also didn't agree with this. And I'm for provocative. I, I work in public relations. I understand the concept, and, and I'm for provocative messaging, but it has to have messaging before it. I thought it went too far, but I understood it, right? I get it. Because then they can respond to people saying, look, he was a monster that killed millions. Fine. That one I can write off. The one that I can't. Get that. I don't even remotely get that. It well, doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter like who he was. Like, I could understand if it was like some random congressman, but that's his fucking daughter. Like, you would have to do a lot for We're you saying to it's be over the line and also go for and it. And your little girl Wait. not fucking be in a, a wreck because you're dead like you're right like, piece of shit. JB, you're right and and, and <laughs> let me let me expand this here? that's his daughter no, jb yes. you're right it is you're bad right. and we you're right like but wait, that way let me <laughs> just say one sorry dan let me add one thing or some neocon hawk who's so sad that his idol died that's his fucking daughter hold on let me add one thing you're right and this is the point i made uh as well is that i get but i and again, i want to emphasize i get the point of it but it's still wrong because here's the thing too. Not everybody knows that's Megan McCain and libertarianism. One of the best inroads in is from military people because they've experienced the war state firsthand, the, the false bill of goods, the horse shit, the military industrial complex. That's a great ground for people to be like, wow, this two party systems, horse shit, the GP is horse shit. This tweet did nothing, but if you didn't know the context, pissed them off. Because all you're seeing is a woman crying over a grave of a fallen soldier because that's what McCain got because he served. That is not good messaging. I get it, which is why I can excuse it because I get what they were trying to do. I still don't agree with it, but I get it. Now, let me talk about the next tweet. Not the next one, very next, but another tweet they sent out. Before you do that... uh I understand why people are offended or think that this is completely unnecessary or whatever, but also you can't argue with the, the libertarians on Twitter was trending the entire weekend. You can feel bad for Megan McCain, but she quote tweeted that thing seven times. 
Yeah. She, she just kept playing, uh, trying to get sympathy votes of, uh, hey, look at what these these evil libertarians are saying about me. Hey, again, look at what. Hey, 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 hey. Seven times she said it. Like, if she was really that offended by it, why does she keep bringing like bringing it to light? It's because she's trying to play the victim, which uh, makes me feel much less sympathy for her. And hey, we got a whole lot of articles written about us. Sure, they're not happy articles, but we got a lot of exposure. Way more than uh, uh, I was talking to the person who tweeted this. And I know who it is. And you know who you are. Um, but uh, I was talking to him earlier today. Know. And yes, I'm sure um, <laughs> it's not not that big of a secret. He's he's on Twitter still. Um, yeah, we all, we all knew who it is. That I, yes. We also we all texted him. I yes. never again. I never. I didn't have as big a problem with the Meghan McCain tweet. But again, I told him. But the problem is, it's ostracizing. To, well, continue, right. Whatever. Go ahead. But I was talking to him earlier today. And I was like, uh, "This has its ups and its downs." But you got more exposure than the Joe Jorgensen presidential campaign got the entire time in one weekend with one tweet. That's right. Fair enough. Like, but come on. Well, well, you're professional. Is the old adage? Like that, no publicity is bad publicity. For or libertarians, yes. Is that really true? <laughs> For is libertarians, that, yes. Like, like it, is there no what, like we have nowhere to go good, but no up. matter. No. You know, I'm sure there's limits within reasonable limits, of course. To answer no Jamie's way. question, and this is and this is where I have a problem. The answer overall is yes. The good PR, like that's why I usually don't have a problem with. I know what tweet you're going to talk about, and I agree with you on that, too. Just yeah, provocative really. tweets, right? Yep. I don't have a problem with them. Because if you're coming from nothing, then you have nothing to lose. But the problem is now, when we talk about the Meghan McCain tweet, like I said, I'm okay with it. I don't. I would not have tweeted it, but I get it because it has a message. Yes. I don't get right? it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Well, well, no, but, but Jamie, well, I, don't, I don't want to tell this dead. too much. Because I want to, JB, trust me, you'll have a much bigger issue with the next tweet. So let me just explain. The Mega McCain tweet, again, I get it. It's don't cry over war monsters. But my point in the tweet was that, again, people didn't know it was Mega McCain. You're going to drive away more people that are veterans than attract. My problem is more with another tweet that came up and which I was talking to LP's chair about which was a tweet that said $6 million minimum wage or you're an anti-Semite. What? That, yes. That was the tweet. $6 million minimum wage or you're an anti-Semite. Now, again, I don't know exactly who wrote the tweet. I know numerous people who work on that new Liberty uh, Party of New Hampshire account I am very good friends with one of them, Reed. I've had Jeremy Coffin on my show. I don't know who tweeted it. That's one where I don't understand what you were thinking. Because... Nothing to gain. Uh, nothing to gain. Attracting attention, right? With the with the Mega McCain, at least you could defend it. Well, right? You get attention and you defend it. Sense. Right? You defend it. The McCain was a war criminal... We have to, uh, even though I think optically is a bad idea, you can defend it. The the six million minimum wage reference to the six million Jews, there is no defending there. It's just a horrible idea. It paints you as anti-Semitic. It, there, there's nothing to gain here. 
the entire thing with provocative tweets is a risk reward. You have lost everything here. They did delete that one. Well, and and I, I will say that I, I will but, say that, but, I but obviously too late. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and uh, I feel like that is the exception to like to go back and re-answer JB's question: Is any is all press good press? Um, yes and no. Like, yes, this one got them more, but it's like you didn't have really like it's a joke. Still, I'm not offended by it, but I also like from a state party blue check account give us some, like if you're gonna make an offensive joke i'm fine with it as long as there's like some Substance. explanation yes like this is something from a personal account it's like okay whatever haha and i know the thing that they were making fun of with that which was i don't remember some other blue check uh said something like but that's the thing even, like, such even- and such minimum wage or you're a racist and so they were kind of parodying off of that but it's like yeah but th- there's really no substance here there's nothing to gain right there's yeah. edgy anti-semitic joke which is or like edgy joke that could be interpreted you were fine with it being interpreted as anti-semitic and there's really nothing to gain there in my opinion jb i was gonna say like that like compared to the the mccain thing the reason why i think that that's bad publicity is the f- fact that it's multifaceted you hit the point that on face even if you don't know who she is you see a coffin, you see an American flag, that's going to trigger like things in certain people, like veterans, you know, people who support the troops, whatever. It doesn't even matter the scenario. The fact that you're tearing something like that down is the first problem. But even if you do know who she is, which was my point, it makes it even worse because that's why I was like, it would make much more sense if it wasn't a person that had such a close connection to John McCain. Like if it was a congressman or an associate or like maybe another member of the Air Force. He was in the Air Force or Navy pilot. I forget what he was. I, don't I know, know he was a pilot, but I don't know which branch he was in. But I respect doing, veterans that actually go to war or whatever Trump said about him. But like it would it would be a, it would be it would still have that negative connotation. But at least it would have that layer of more sensibility that you're honoring someone who doesn't deserve to be honored versus right. your daddy just died. Well, I know you know, like come on, like that's and you're saying he's a monster. But talking about the next tweet, you have to be a special monster for your daughter to to be glad you're dead. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Unless your dad, what if your dad was Hitler? Should you be glad your dad's dead at that point? I think he classifies as a special kind of monster. I I don't want to spend too much on it. All right, (laughs) appreciate your point of view, but. Again, Jamie, can you agree? The next tweet, regardless, the message is lost. The only message that comes across to the population when you tweet $6 million minimum wage or you're anti-Semitic, the only message that comes across is one of Holocaust reference with no real point. There's no point being made. Like, what's the point? Can can either of you think of a point being made? No, I actually just got that, to be honest with you. (laughs) I well, actually just got that. Well, the reference, I mean, 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust, yeah. $6 million. Dollar million. But again, yeah. what what is the point you're making? What is the point you're making? The it's minimum wage is bad? Why did, why, you joke. can make that point a it's million different, uh, 6 million different ways Seems without referencing the fucking Holocaust. <laughs> There's no benefit. <laughs> Thank you. 
There's no benefit to that so tweet. <laughs> There's no benefit, right? That's the thing I'm saying. There's no benefit. Provocative tweets, right? Bad PR can be good PR. The Meghan McCain shit, I think, in overall could be good PR. But the Holocaust, six million reference is not going to be and angela the new chair angela mccardle i'm texting with her she's got a week of her life taken away now dealing with this fucking horse shit over what and what do you say i told her the only thing you can say is look we value you know independent voices but we obviously need to we disavow racism and anti-Semitism. They were trying to be provocative, and there's it's a risk of that. Kind of us to, uh, to do the whole, I condemn bigotry as irrational and repugnant. At this no, point. no. You don't have to say that. <laughs> and I especially did not say that. But the point being, it's hard to walk the line between, look, we have to clamp down a little bit more on our individual messaging, which is a strength, because in theory... You should be able to test market concepts in individual markets, state markets. But when you have this shit happen, it forces the hand of the LP national to be like, well, fuck. It forces them to defend well, them, to say, we're not Nazis. We're actually not Nazis. Yeah, well, they have to do damage control. Right. Because that's not the image they want to portray. If they didn't care, then they wouldn't have to do it. But there's something clearly wrong with what that presents that the party as a whole doesn't want attached to them. Exactly. And, and, as. and when you have LP New Hampshire getting national attention more than national libertarian party attention or quotes, that's a problem. And now national has to defend the actions of a state, a state tweet. And who's in charge? That's what people are going to think. Who's in charge? What do they stand for? It's fucking bad, man. It's bad. And look, and I was talking about like the beauty of the messaging on the state, like I said, is you can test market concepts, right? Yeah. Libertarian New Party of New Hampshire, I like 99% of what they do. I think it's good. Push the limits, push the boundaries. But they clearly went too far, not once, but twice. Well, it's like if we had a bunch of little uh, whatever, kind like libertarian utopia countries and we were all testing out our different strategies and everything this is like a very very minor that on a very minor scale where we can you know we can try out a thing it's like oh that actually didn't work so if like one of these little countries was like hey we're gonna try communism be like go for it but and we'll we'll praise you when you're doing certain things and it's working and we'll also point out when you guys are you know pooping in well, the street that, well that's the idea right except the fact that national media latched on two stories in a row now. Right. Like I said, the McCain one defensible. I don't even mind, you know, New York post, the libertarian party, New Hampshire's response. People I probably know responded saying, look, yeah, I'm sorry. We're not going to tiptoe around the fact that John McCain is a fucking war criminal. We're not going to apologize for war criminals, which is why again, That's fair JP, enough. It's I understand like your position, but, yeah. but at least they responded in that way. The Jewish, you know, six million dollar minimum wage tweet. You can't tiptoe around that. There's no defensing it. There's no. There's no comeback. There's no response that makes that okay. It's Brian, just a I, bad fucking idea. I know you're really upset by this tweet, and I know that you want to condemn bigotry as irrational and repugnant. But Obviously. I want to address 
uh, just to add a little fuel to the the Megan McCain fire, if you could share my screen, I've got a screen share here. Uh, I will, if and JB... I will let JB uh, respond first. Yes, this is uh, Megan McCain on the View. I can't hear it. I don't hear anything either. You can't hear it. No. No. Okay. I think it's muted. Is it muted on your screen? Uh, I can me... see it, but I, I can't hear it. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Let me. No, in the actual uh, YouTube tweet, oh, it's, it's playing on my well, end. This is, like I, I, I should. I, I don't know if I mentioned this isn't about like personal offense. It's just. A I take about, complete like, personal offense for to anybody like, who what, defends. What do I think is actually will will work <laughs> and like. Is this the best course of action? Really? Like I think. Right. You, you just make send more... me the link, Dan. I'm working on it. Um, I'm gonna stop. Keep going, JB. I'm listening. Sure. Keep going, JB. It's like with with either of these things, it's just like you're not accomplishing much, much other than notoriety. You know, you're not winning any like it's kind of like you're in a position you're like, oh, like, does the National Party have to answer for New Hampshire? But in in this world, in our society, the way that human beings work and have worked since recorded history. Yeah, they actually kind of do. Because we live in a hierarchical society, whether we want to or not, and they're perceived by the vast majority of us as underneath the national party. So right. the responsibility will eventually fall on him because that's how we do things. Exactly. Right? We have to deal with how we actually do things, not how we want people to be. We have to deal with people how they are. So this is inevitable. It's well, whether or not what we're going to do about that. And with the libertarians, what we're going to do about that is always objectionable because it requires like um, the National Party to set boundaries. Right. Which is against mo uh, That's the basic tenets of what we agree. <laughs> exactly. No, JV, exactly. <laughs> like, I, was I was talking to Angela, again, Angela McCardle, the chair about this, and my initial, as a public relations executive, my initial response is, okay, well, we got to say we're going to clamp down. Either it, There's two options. We're going to clamp down anti-libertarian or that, look, libertarianism is that we believe that each of these states has their own ability to message and that's their right. And you go, okay, well, you can say that. And in theory, that sounds good. But then when something like this happens, yeah, it damages the fucking whole. Right. Well, and yeah. like, and that's a, and, and I don't think the libertarian party should have complete control over the States. And I, and I don't, and I still don't think they should even with this happening, but I guess it has to be a good faith agreement. And, but that's the thing with good faith agreements is you can't enforce them. And that's and, a beauty. That's a beauty and a poison of the libertarian system. But you can't say that to media. And, and I won't tell you what I so, what I told her to say media. Like but. they're trying to get exposure, and like you said so yourself, to get exposure to be seen, a lot of times you have to push the boundaries. If this was anything else than a political organization, they just told a bad joke. Right. Well, exactly. because they stand for something, some type of organization, some type of governmental organization, they're either consciously or subconsciously hold to a different standard that someone like, you know, like, you know, anyone, let's say uh, Kevin Hart might have tweeted that and as a joke and it didn't go over well. People might hate on him for a few days, but then they forget about it Grammys. because he's a comedian. <laughs> 
And right. he just told a joke that didn't land. Political parties don't have that option. DNC Pennsylvania doesn't is not allowed to tell bad jokes. I will say this though. And then I gotta that's take a how, pee. That's how these things work, and that and that's basically what happened. It's not going great so far. Well, let me let me float this idea that I'm gonna take a pee, and you guys have to talk until <laughs> I come back. Because uh, we again we had recorded for an hour and a half before this. I did send you that link, by the way. I got it. I'm going to play it as soon as I get back from peeing. So, like you said, you have the ability as, you know, Kevin Hart can uh, tweet it and let it go. Yeah, it doesn't land. It's misinterpreted. People complain about it for a couple of days, and then it's gone. But here's the counterpoint. The Libertarian Party always and also ran, never gets attention on a national level. I still think this is bad, but I think overall the strategy is good because unlike a Kevin Hart where it's here and gone, they are getting talked about. I would argue that they, uh, for bad reasons, but maybe they need to tweet and get attention for bad reasons a little smarter. What do you guys think about that? It's possible. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. I agree with you on all the points that you've made. And also, I don't care. I don't care at all. It's Twitter. Twitter is not real. People grow up. Um, I don't care about the lovers. Don't care about the haters. Like, it's just a fart, a digital fart jar. That's all Twitter is. Yeah. And that's all this was. Like, it was like somebody had a stupid joke thought and they tweeted it out and some people got pissed off. And some people will make assumptions. Uh, in the negative, some people will, I don't know, uh, realize that it's a joke. It doesn't really matter. Um, I think that uh, it's it, overall, I agree with Brian that it's uh, it's a net negative because you can't really it doesn't have any added value. You can't explain it. Um, and I told the person who tweeted it out at when at one point I told them, like, I don't I'm not offended by this joke, but I also don't think it has any va- any added value for anything. Like it's edge without con like substance. Yeah. So I, I don't care, but also I understand why you would delete it. I understand why some people would think it's stupid. And, edge uh, without it substance be. is pointless. Yeah, I'll be perfectly frank. I think the Libertarian Party could maybe use a little bit less edge because read anything other Ooh. than Libertarian modeled things. And Libertarians are portrayed in popular media as neckbeards, scumbags, or pedos. So maybe yeah, so we, we have nowhere to go a but little up. bit less <laughs> yeah, edge when dealing with the general populace. No, I agree with you completely, JB. I, like, to Dan's point, neckbeards, scumbags, or pedos, I think we have nowhere to go but up. But again, to remind but you, but am like I that- wrong? Before we continue, am I wrong? From popular me, just, just outside the general, would would that cover the umbrella? The general, if you go on Twitter and That's have someone we have make a comment about a libertarian, we agree does with it, you. Does it not fall into one of those three umbrellas? But that's what. But that's what we're trying to change. Oh, that's what I'm trying to change. Uh, you're probably I right. See these tweets. You know, I'm like, well, that's not me. But well, that's what people are saying. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. And, and that's and that's what I also said, again, in my lost episode, which is why we're recording this episode. To remind everybody, I recorded a fantastic hour-long episode in which my mic was off. Fun to find out when you looked over the... Uh, yeah. You don't know how to podcast still. We get it. <sighs> so anyway, 
But I also made the point you're talking about, JB, is that people view libertarians, you know, neckbeards, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you have to change that concept of what, what we are, who we are, what we believe in. And these tweets don't necessarily help. Yeah. The tweets that are out there, right? Who are they going to attract? It's not going to be people that are honestly going to be converted to libertarianism. You get attention. Good, right? But there's good attention and bad attention, which is why there has to be intention behind the tweets. Attention, intention. The tweet has to land solidly philosophically because otherwise all you're getting is trolls who want to jump on to piss people off and yeah. trolls that piece that want to piss people off aren't winning the libertarian party anything they're not number one they're not voting number two all they're doing is driving away other rational people you have to have i don't Some mind provocative messing be provocative god damn please we're yeah. we're 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 batting up man yeah. we got nothing to lose but we don't have nothing to lose. We have to be smart, be provocative, but be pointed. And if you're yeah. not provocative and pointed, all you're doing is being a troll and people are going to dismiss you. Exactly. That That is it in a nutshell. There's a way to be pr- pr- provocative and still be thought-provoking, still right. make people force, force people to rethink things that are foundational in, in a sense. And these memes don't do that. That's what bothers me so much. It I mean, the Megan McCann me is like, angry. It's like, it's like what, like knowing who that is with the Megan McCain, it doesn't have the, the gravitas that they're looking for because that doesn't force anyone to rethink anything. It falls flat. It's pointless. If it was like someone, if it was the military doing it, I, I didn't support this, this meme statement. as much before this episode as I do hearing JB try and tear it down. Now oh. I'm I'm more on board with the making. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm actually I'm actually more <laughs> anti the meme because of JB, yeah, I, JB's glad, point. I'm so, JB's I'm point. No, JB's yet. point lands with me, and this is the point I was making when I criticized it: is that the tweet that was put out evokes an emotional response from people that either had military deaths, had been in the military, knew someone in the military who had a death. The first reaction to that is emotional. And that's, again, the whole focus of my shit now is emotional resonance, making people believe in the future. The tweet that they got put out of Megan McCain, whether or not you know who she is or not, crying over a fucking casket with a flag over it, has an immediate emotional response, and they make and, them dig a little deeper to figure out why. Yeah, that that was yeah that was the point. But I, they, I think Dan, they, do you really think ro- they're digging deeper? Do you, do you really roll think the clip, people Ryan. that were in the military? No, are I still dig think deeper? people think I hate Mark McClare and uh, Dave Smith. Some people are stupid. That's fine. Um, roll that clip and see if people are more sympathetic or less sympathetic to Liz Cheney or <laughs> Megan <Liz laughs> McCain. Same thing. Whatever. I love same, her. Same too. store, different groceries. Look, Megan McCain's a piece of shit. We can we'll come back to it. Hold on. That doesn't make a difference. But, but I'm interested. Yes. They, they could. They could still do it. He was but convicted. let's remember. Yeah. Let's remember well, that I, they were I able to put forth really, a Supreme Court justice within a week. 
They can yeah. still do it. There's right. nothing in the Constitution that prevents them from impeaching, yes, but, remove, convicting, well, and removing but here's, and, and, and here's for the, uh, January 20th. On, on that note, here's you should problem. be treating these domestic He's not going to be... A, sorry. This I is Megan McCain. It's hard to... I just, that's all right. I, I just think we but need to treat the domestic the terrorists the way we do actual terrorists. I think we need to consider all all, all right. possibilities. I'm not against sending these people to Gitmo. And that may sound extreme. These are domestic terrorists who attacked our own republic. They should be treated the same way we treat al-Qaeda. Apple doesn't I fall apart. So, I'd, I'd like to know bank. where the uproar... I- all right, that, that's it. Uh, you can say that she's just his daughter and she doesn't de- deserve you know criticism, but when she's calling for domestic terrorists around the January 6th thing to be sent to Gitmo, they need to be tortured, they need to be treated as actual terrorists. I'm sorry, I don't have any sympathy hey, for you. Whitney, having a mean Whitney tweet. agree with her, but go ahead, JB. Wow, well, I did see that, and I'm very happy to see at least a show even on ABC is not above everyone talking over each other at every <laughs> given moment, so... It's nice to be in good company. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I, the point I'm making has nothing to do with Meghan McCain as a person. It really has nothing to do with John McCain as a person. You know, it doesn't like, like I said, you have to be a special kind of fucking monster for for a daughter to not be upset their dad has died. And I, I have and I, I don't need to break this news to you. John McCain is not special. He's a pretty like ordinary American politician. As far as I'm concerned, he he maybe might have had more power and influence than any other. But his mentality and motivations are no different than hundreds that we've yeah. had since the turn of the century. He's not abnormal. He's not at least not enough to be made this pariah that you can just sh- put a picture of his daughter crying over his grave and have that resonate with people. I'm sorry, but that's yeah, the truth. And have it resonate with people. Sure. Yeah. I, I think have, all the exactly. first part. I, and I have disagree. it resonate <laughs> with people. Have this girl crying over a father's daughter. He needs to be a special kind of bad. And again, going back to me and Brian's first point, um, we thought it was over the line. Yes, and we thought that it was crass, and we thought that it would piss a lot of people off. And I'm still, personally, fine. I I wouldn't do it, necessarily, but I'm certainly not going to condemn it, because uh, it had its benefits. But But, but I think JB makes an excellent point, because JB's coming from... And again, that's why I I think JB is uh, unbelievably valuable to this podcast and program, and will be uh, on... I, works for the government or something. I hesitate to bring him on more because the, the value is this. This is the <laughs> fucking value. I don't even want to bring him on more, but this is the value. Is he's a he's coming from a guy who came from the left, got converted through logical arguments to become a libertarian, but he finds this offensive and i think you made a very good point as to why and i agree with you completely jb which is why like i said i would not have posted this i don't think it's a good idea i don't think it's good messaging i get it though as i said i get it and as dan said we get it because you can defend it at least you can defend it yeah right you can. it's still not a good idea it's still not good optics. And I think it's going to overall drive away people that are your most, most likely fertile base to convince people that war and the war state, and the military industrial complex are bad. 
That's a bad idea. Need, everybody needs and, that like retarded stepchild in the corner. No offense to LPNH. <laughs> my homies. Uh, but like, I, I don't know. Like if we've got everybody preaching the same message, what's the value to that too? Dan, but here's the thing. Agreed. And you know, I agree. And you know, I love LPNH and I like what they're doing. Push the boundary. But you do have to have guardrails. You do. I think you have to have a purpose. Well, that's what, so I don't really. That, defend those the are the guardrails, buddy. The first those, def- buddy, those are the guardrails. The purpose Where? is the guardrails. the The last, the Mega McCain tweet, I would say, it is in bad taste. I wouldn't have tweeted it. I think it is more offensive than it is helpful. But I get it. Again, the one we were talking about, earlier, the six million tweet. Yeah, the guardrails were off. I agree with you. you. There's you fucked it up. There's no guardrails. You have to have guardrails. And I think it's a benefit for the Libertarian Party to have the ability to have test Marcus for this shit that you're not controlling. But at the same time, I feel for Angela, man. Same. I mean, she's got other shit going on. The, the chair's not a paid position. She's trying to help forward the message. She's on board with what the messaging is to push it forward. But she's now a full week been fucked. Yeah. And there's no way, as I told her, there's no way to walk this back. All you can do is say, whoops, whoops. Well, we, and and here's the problem. Libertarian, here's the problem for libertarians. The only thing you can say, true or not, is that we will try to be more strict in how we oversee messaging. Brian. And libertarians won't like that, but that's the only thing you can fucking say. And libertarians need to realize that Look, you fucked up, and you fucked it up for everybody. Brian, let me ask you a question. Why can't Angela just say, look, we don't control every individual party within the 50 states. They have their autonomy. They can tweet what they want. It's not our message, and we had nothing to do with it. Deal with it. Why can't she say that? I'll tell you why. Because I thought about telling her, to say that exact thing. Actually, what I thought what I thought about telling her to say was that the benefit of the system we have is that individual parties can test market messaging and find out if it works or not. But the problem is, and as I told her, what they'll say is, oh, so a state party can be as racist as they want all the time and there's no accountability on a national level. You see how that doesn't work? Of course. Well, that was a, more of a rhetorical question because it goes back to the point that they're seen as the overseer. Like what happens beneath them reflects poorly on them because they're seen as as normal, the people in charge. Right. So they don't have that luxury. Any message below them is their message. They can't they can't dis themselves distance themselves from it. JB, you should have been in public relations. No, you're exactly right. And Angela, we're talking. We were talking about this exact thing. I was like, "Look, you're in a fuck position here. Right now, certain people are pissed off at you because of what they said. National media is pissed off by what they said, but at the same time, you cannot condemn them for what they did. She can't." It's a it, think about that. How bizarre a position that is. She can't say, 
We're going to revoke their charter. They should never have said that. You can't say that because they're libertarians. They have that. So what I told her, I, she did a, a good statement, but I told her, I said, the best you can say is that the Libertarian National Party will have more oversight over messaging on a state level. But at the same time, you know, we are not an overarching authoritarian regime. Like, what can you do? You don't want to forgive it. I thought I was say, look, say it was inappropriate. It was deleted. We'll have a conversation about this messaging. But at the same time, it's ultimately up to them. But she can't say that. Right. And I didn't tell her, you can't say that. You can't say the biggest benefit is what you'd want to say, which is that each party statewide can test their messaging and we have no say over that. They could disaffiliate them, but that's authoritarian. So what's Angela going to do? You can't say that. So all she can say, as I told her, is that we will have conversations about radio. This was inappropriate. They were trying to make a provocative message and they missed the point. Provocative messages sometimes hit, sometimes miss. They messed up. We're going to talk about it. This is not the intent of the National Party. That's all you can say. Apparently, there was a rumor going around earlier today that I rage quit the party because of the... uh, I thought it was... Who cares? JB, do you care if (laughs) Dan rage quits the party? You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. You should care just as much as I care about everybody else who rage quits the party. But uh, yeah, there were some people that thought that I rage quit because uh, it sounded like because LPNH was too offensive and that the the national lost uh, credibility, which is obvious. Like I was retweeting their stuff the whole time, not the Holocaust one for what it's worth. But um, the uh, then somebody else said that they thought I rage quit because I was pissed off at LP National for condemning or quasi-condemning you know lpnh i'm like it's neither it's neither i genuinely like i said earlier while brian was peeing or whatever he was doing um jerking off um i don't care at all about any of this controversy like i think that i agree with brian on every single point that he made and i've already thought all of that through and um it's twitter like in in the long in the grand scheme of things, people are going to forget about this, just like most of them forgot about Aleppo. And if they didn't forget about Aleppo, then they only remembered it because they wanted something to use against us. And if they wanted something to use against us, they were going to find something, whether it was this, whether it was Aleppo, whether it was fat dude stripping on stage. Like we don't have credibility. I uh, agree with you, Brian. And also, I just think it's all it's all kind of i i just i want to let jb end this episode and we're going to end this very soon because it's late and i I can see jb is tired so i want jb to end this episode but oh let me make this counterpoint one more hour than uh dan does (laughs) (laughs) only one more hour jb keep the party going um wait 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 jb hold on let me respond to dan and then you i want you to have the final say on this dan okay so yeah, you say I don't it's care. A, it's I on don't Twitter. Care. It, it's here. Nah, you can say. I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. But yeah, I work in public relations. The problem with the problem with articles written is that it's not just on Twitter. 
It's that the tweets they did are not just on Twitter. They're on the Jewish Journal. They're on the New York Post. They're on the Washington Post. They're on easily. Realistically, I agree with you 100%. When you Google the Libertarian Party, that's what comes up is these bullshit. And there's bullshit. They've always been bullshit. But mainstream media results talking about how shitty and anti-Semitic and and cruel and anti-veteran. This is the problem. It's good to get attention, right? If you can defend it. But the problem is, and I know this from 20 years in the biz, the headline matters. And right now what's happening is the headline is the Libertarian Party is anti-Semitic, anti-veteran, pro-death. You know, it, it's not good, which again is why I'm trying to change the narrative. It's better and- than pedo. I mean, we're stepping up in the world at least. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. So uh, JB, I want you to end this show. Actually, before JB talks, because JB, I can already tell he's deep in thought. <laughs> this I'm show. Contemplating. Well, I will have another show on Friday, guys. I thank you both, by the way. This has been an hour long. Thank you both. I, You're amazing for. You're welcome. Stepping in. He says that before he's about to apologize for whatever this was. And no, 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 I'm not apologizing for, for this. <laughs> This was great, and I appreciate you both because uh, I fucked up and recorded an hour show that didn't happen. I will, guys, this show will air. Thank you all for listening. I will have a show on Friday on the Lines of Network that will air. I'll go through some of the shit that I did in the show that didn't record because I'm an, an asshole that turned off my mic by accident. But Dance Mots of The System is Down TV. Listen to his show. Obviously, you should be familiar. He's amazing. JB is our man in Philly, our doctor science, and our voice of reason. And I appreciate him coming Former on. Former science JB, you'll... correspondent on Conspiracy Corner. When that uh, exists. Now, it, now it will be called uh, <laughs> Secrets, Lies, and Cover-Ups, JB. But JB like will be there. Name. So join the Patreon if you like JB. JB, take us out, man. What are your, what are your thoughts? Well... I I get the general perception as being part of this community for a while now is a community that's not well liked. Let's not kid ourselves. And if we're trying to change any aspect of our society, we need to be more popular. And this is not the way to do it. There's a way to be provocative. There's a way to make people dislike you. Like I can think of any number of things. You could have like like a pictures of like former veterans that are junkies with needles sitting outside of VA that are not being taken care of and paint the same message about America's excess with the wars and how they destroy people and how they don't even take care of them afterwards. There's so many different ways you can do it, with it make it more poignant and make them once if once or if they can get past their initial um, revulsion to the picture, to the, the sentiment you're portraying, make them think about why this is happening. There, that, that doesn't happen with the McCain picture because once you get past what you're seeing on the face, all you see is a daughter and a father. That doesn't work. And that that was really my and it it has nothing to do with personal f- offense. Like I'm not like it's, it didn't elicit any like extreme emotional response. I'm just saying this is poor marketing. Like if we're trying to get people to listen to you, this is not the way to do it. Um, especially when you don't have a very positive reputation to begin with. You're starting at a negative. 
this is not the way to climb out of a hole. And we need to start coming to terms with that. Logic and reason is not going to win the day because if logic and reason was going to win the day, it would have been won by now. Mm-hmm. That's why Let's be serious here. Tweets. That's not how any of this works. We need to start living in reality and start taking people and working with people as they are people. Irrational actors. And, and work accordingly. So, JB, that was, I agree with everything you just said, except for one thing. <laughs> you said that we have to, and you heard my speech earlier about what I'm trying to do with this show. You said we have to take people and treat them as they are, as rational actors. Irrational actors. Oh, is that what you said? Oh, that I misheard you. Well, then you're exactly right. People don't make the right decision all the time. I no. don't. Are you kidding? I make decisions that I know that are bad, and I still do them. Right, but why? More often than but I why? care to admit. And you're a logical man. You're a science. Yeah. Ba- uh, we're all says, why do you do it? Multiple degrees on my wall, and I still do that shit all the time. Because why, man? Because you because believe. I'm human. Because I'm a human being. And And you believe that there's a potential for a better future in exactly. that decision. There's a lot of there's a lot of that that goes into it. There like I said, if you logic and reason will never win the day because that doesn't move people. It doesn't inspire people. Thank you. I was going to bite my tongue because JB was supposed to be wrapping this up, but since Brian kept it going, um you're saying that you can't reason and logic with everybody. I Not agree with, with everybody. You. Right. I agree Not with, with you. Everybody. And that's why some people, I know that it's uncomfortable, but some people, there might be two, three, five, whatever, but some people will resonate with the dark, twisted humor of Megan McCain crying at her father's <laughs> coffin because they understand the point that is being made. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's everybody. I'm not saying it's most people. It might just be a couple people, but some people will see that and go, yes, I, I agree. agree with you. And I'm going to wrap this up in two minutes. I, I, Dan, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I agree. That's why I didn't stand out and say, as the PR guy, that's wrong. Because, look, the message, I understood it. But they fucked up since. But my point, and JB just echoed it, is that Mean Age Daydream, the point of this fucking show, which JB didn't even know was the point of the show. You didn't even know his name of the show. And I respect him for that, which is why I like his perspective. <laughs> JB, don't it's listen well to any, don't listen to every of our shows. Uh, I listen to them. The point, but the point being, to your point, is people are not rational responders. They're not logical responders. They respond to an incentive and a dream and a pitch and a vision of what can be better. And the Libertarian Party is so fucking bad at that. It's a it's unbelievable. So bad. So we've bad. Right, if, if we've been right on everything. Stuck in the mire, that's it. Thank you, JB. Exactly. This this show is about teaching people how to communicate what we can promise, what the dream is. All right, I'm drunk. JB's drunk. Dan's drunk. Guys, thank you. These guys are heroes, by the way. Uh, I think I said at the start of the show, but I can't remember. I recorded an hour show. It was fucking awesome. He said it like five times, but yeah. 
Cool. Well, I'm drunk now. We <laughs> we recorded an hour and a 45 minute show before this show. They these guys stepped into the breach. Dan Smots of the System Is Down TV. JB, our man, Doctor Science, and now what? What do we come? With? What's the What's the new one? <laughs> I don't know. Did we? Fuck yeah! It wasn't just Doctor Science. It was also um. Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Thank you, JB. Your champion, man. You'll be back on this now that Mark's gone. That racist. You're gonna be on this podcast a lot more. No, I'm a lot back on. <sighs> you guys are great. <laughs> And you all are great out there. Join our Patreon. And also, I haven't mentioned it because uh, the show's been impromptu, but make sure you visit Galactica. C. Actually, I can't say CBD. Galactica Delta 8 Sleep Gummies. Galactica is the best thing. And by the way, don't worry. You're going to get these for free, this ad. <laughs> Why well, I mean, You know, fuck it. If you're experiencing the trauma of your father dying, be him a war criminal or not, buy Galactica gummies at whatever he's about to say, because they will help you calm down the Twitter rage as you retweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet. Exactly. Your 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 sympathies and your sadness. That actually that actually is the the fucking promise now. I'm not even going to do the ad because if I don't have the exact web address, uh, I'm not going to do it. I did such a good ad. Galactic. Nailed it. Oh, it's so good. I have some. I got the samples. Google it. It's on the internet. <laughs> no, it's not. Hold on. I'll look it up. I'm 16 right now. Hold on. Wait. Watch this. Watch If you this. want to be just as good of a podcast host as Brian McWilliams right now, try Galactic Gummies. <laughs> try Galactic Gumbers. That's a provocative name. I don't know if they're gonna deliver what they're oh, promising with a name like Galactic Gummies Galactica. here. That's the problem. Galactica is a movie. <laughs> you Galactica. Galactera is not a movie. Do you not even know the name of your sponsor? Uh well, they're a brand <laughs> new sponsor, and I just got their gummies and I had one. Clearly tell you how good they are. No, no, no. Okay, so. Galacta, Galactera, G-L-A-A-C-T-E-R-R-A.com. Tell me you can remember that. Can you remember that? Galactera gummies. Galactera. Like Terra, like Earth? T-E-R-R-A? Yeah. yeah. Galactera. Dot so, com. It's a bit the of a mouthful. landing was fake. Well, anyway, <laughs> Galactera.com is a freebie. No charge for this ad. Uh, I will say, though, this. Like, I sleep like shit. Horrible. <laughs> Whoops. That was actually What was that? Was that the <laughs> that was ad? The, that was the countdown. I'm pretty hammered now. I sleep like shit. <laughs> and gummies, like, these are Delta 8. I sleep awesome on these things. Like I Awful. you wake up like I'm not scared. Like I wake up like in sometimes like fits. They're like, oh what's happening? Who's going on? Who's going to my house? Like I, they actually help me sleep. Do you guys take the like gummies to sleep? No. no. I just I, regular weed. I just like fight regular person. The, <laughs> I, I, I just fight through the fits <laughs> of rage and uh, you know, night terrors. Really? Well, you get used to it after a while. See, I'm trying to work that out. Well, anyway, 
Galactera.com. Sleep gummies. <laughs> no, don't put that bit in. This is going great. It's all yeah, going on. It's all going the episode. Hat. I'm not going to charge her for this ad. Just, it all, it it's out. all just, gone. Just leave it all into spite Mark Clear in his over editing. Oh, I will always spite Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark's leaving. Bye, Mark. So anyway, uh, Mark's leaving. That is true. Sorry, guys. Uh, I had a nice speech. Uh, I'll do it next episode. <laughs> He's leaving. Uh, goodbye, Mark. It's okay. He was just as ill-prepared for his final podcast as you were for his final podcast. It was so bad. I was so prepared. <laughs> I recorded my final my podcast saying goodbye to his podcast so much farther in advance of his podcast. His was terrible. On brand. Anyway, Galactera, G-A-L-A-C-T-E-R-R-A.com, Galactera. 30% off your purchase. Anything, by the way, no minimum. Uh, use promo code LIONS. And uh, great sleep. Good Dang. night, everybody. Yeah, Live long and live free. Fuck you, nerds. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> guys, keep those electric eyes on me, babe. JB, are your electric eyes on me? And always stay plugged into Liberty. Up. I said I'd give you 30 minutes like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> so no? Dan, no. electric eyes? And always stay plugged into Liberty. All right. Anyway, keep those ray guns to my head. Goodbye!